Hello! From Wonder Media Network, this is Encyclopedia Womanica. I'm Agnes Marr, a high school student and host of She Chat, a podcast that shares the stories of inspirational female changemakers to empower the next generation. I'm also a 2020 Code with Classy alumni. Code with Classy provides learning experiences and opportunities in tech to thousands of young women across the country. This summer, at Code with Classy, I had the opportunity to learn to code, and even built my very own mobile app. That's part of the reason why I'm so excited to be guest hosting this episode. Today's STEMINIS was a crucial part of the U.S. effort in the Cold War era missile and space race. She developed technology that enabled the Apollo 11 mission and interplanetary space probes. She was the first Native American woman and the only woman engineer working at the top-secret Lockheed think tank in the 1940s. Let's talk about Mary G. Ross. Mary was born on August 9, 1908, in Park Hill, Oklahoma. Her great-great-grandfather, John Ross, had been the principal chief of the Cherokee Nation in the mid-1800s. When she was very young, Mary was sent to live with her grandparents in nearby Taliqua to attend school. She was brought up in the Cherokee tradition of equal schooling for all children, regardless of gender, but she was the only girl in her math class. Mary didn't seem to mind, and she quickly became fascinated with math, physics, and science. Mary graduated high school at 16 and immediately enrolled in Northeastern State Teachers College, where she graduated with a bachelor's degree in mathematics at the age of 20. She then worked as a math and science teacher for nearly 10 years in the public schools. In 1936, she became a statistician for the Bureau of Indian Affairs in Washington, D.C. A year later, she served as an advisor at a Pueblo and Navajo school for boys and girls in New Mexico. Throughout this time, Mary had her eye on furthering her own education. She took several years of summer classes at Colorado State Teachers College and graduated with a master's degree, again in mathematics, in 1938. During her time there, Mary was drawn to the stars and took every astronomy class she was offered. It was a passion that soon paid off. In 1942, Mary was hired as a consulting mathematician within the Lockheed Aircraft Corporation in Burbank, California. At the time, it was mainly focused on producing aviation technology for World War II. Mary worked on troubleshooting military aircrafts, including the P-83, a plane so fast it nearly broke the sound barrier. Lockheed saw Mary's potential, and with the company's support, she continued her education at the University of California, Los Angeles. She studied aeronautical and mechanical engineering. With her degree, she became the first Native American woman to get a professional certification in engineering. In 1952, Lockheed opened Skunk Works, its top secret missile systems program. It opened with 40 employees. Mary was the only woman on staff other than the secretary. At Skunk Works, Mary researched the performance of ballistic missiles and other defense systems. She worked long hours and often did her calculations with less than ideal technology. After a few years, Mary's focus turned from the missile race to the space race. 
She worked on satellite orbits and on engineering a series of rockets called Agena. These rockets would later play a prominent role in the Apollo moon programs of the 1960s. She also worked on interplanetary travel, including the Polaris reentry vehicle, and set precedents for future engineering systems on manned spaceflights. She was a lead writer on NASA's Planetary Flight Handbook and worked on concepts for projects we still haven't seen come to fruition, including flights to Mars and Venus. Despite her prominence in the field, Mary constantly shocked people with her choice of career. In 1958, she guest starred on the game show What's My Line, where she stumped contestants attempting to identify her occupation. It took quite a while before they guessed she designed rocket missiles and satellites. Uh, is, it, uh, is it as big as a tank? Yes. Well, is it a tank? No. no. That makes it three down and seven to go, Mr. Sir. After a long and fruitful career, Mary retired in 1973 at the age of 65. She continued to work, most notably by delivering lectures to schools and colleges to encourage Native American youth to train for technical careers. Throughout her career, Mary gained several awards and accolades for her work. In 1992, she was inducted into the Silicon Valley Hall of Fame. In 2004, she donned ancestral Cherokee dress to be part of a precision of Native peoples opening the Smithsonian's National Museum of the American Indian. She also left more than $400,000 to the museum upon her death in 2008. She was 99 years old. In 2019, the United States Mint included a print of Mary and her rockets on a limited edition $1 coin. Though we all know Mary was vitally important to advances in aeronautics, we don't actually know all the projects and technology she created at Lockheed. Her work is so top secret, it's still under wraps. All month, we're talking about Steminus. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Encyclopedia Womanica. Talk to you tomorrow. Hi everyone, my name is Jenny Wang. And I'm Samantha Weiner. And we host Tech Setters, a Code with Posse podcast. As two young women who studied computer science in college, Sam and I resonated with the quote, you can't be what you can't see. One day while interning in Menlo Park, we created this podcast to spotlight the trailblazing woman in the STEM roles we didn't even know existed. This past season on Tech Setters, we learned about racial bias and artificial intelligence while speaking to Algorithmic Justice League founder, Joy Bolomini. Talked about the recent SpaceX launch with NASA astronaut, Katie Coleman. And how we can change the tech landscape by investing in female founders from Soraya Darabi. So join us as we continue to learn about hidden figures in STEM and make sure to subscribe to Tech Setters on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts.